0: Have you hugged a ripen? Wagered a podcast bet? Toasted to friends at Clover Pint? Prove it all to your friends with Crossroad merch
1: available now in the gift shop. T
0: shirts, hats,
1: mugs, stickers, and a whole lot more. Your purchase supports the show and keeps us running. Go to Ghostbusters HQ
0: Slash Shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. This week on the good old. Blues Brothers Boys Ghostbusters podcast we are exploring a fan theory another one this is a fun one Uh, we're going to be talking about who caused the Manhattan cross rip of 1984 that's right were the Ghostbusters directly responsible for the very thing that they had to prevent hmm interesting theory reddit let's explore that for the next hour and we do get ready Still playing with toys presents the Ghostbusters interdimensional crossroads, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free news, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key master? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and
1: Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment.
0: Oh, we have fun! <laughs> Woo!
1: Well, I was having I was having this discussion. I was like, hey have we heard? Like, Because uh, the official Ghostbusters Twitter said the magic word, the grandfather I was like, have they said that before? And a whole bunch of people were like, yeah, they said it in the trailer, oh, dude. And I was I like, I don't, <laughs> I don't... I me- don't... I can't, know. I just don't remember this stuff. I just uh, don't remember either. That's what All happens.
0: Right. It happens to the best of us. I mean, there are there are times where I just... I, I feel like I have the little like Babu Frick inner monologue that's just <laughs> like joy, memory, will black, black. Like it's just gone. Um, that was yeah, a, well, that a- was a Rise of Skywalker reference for all of the people out there that want to get grumpy about other things. Um, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's I, I'm I'm very excited about Afterlife. I'm very excited yep. to be talking on the podcast. Yep. Um, I'm very excited for our discussion topic that we have here. Um, yep. th- there are things that still charge the batteries. There are th- there are things that still get me fired up. Um, yep. But also, I think it's just that overlying fog. Like I've kind of been in a funk to begin with since maybe like midway through the pandemic, and um, yeah. And I, I, there's that self-realization that I've figured out that I'm in that funk, and I know that it's affecting things. So it's like, I don't I don't need that. I'm gonna sell that. I'm gonna sell that too. And then the room yeah. is empty, and you're like, oh, well, I, I actually I the- wanted that.
1: Well, I mean, you and I've been doing this for enough of a long time that, and I mean, I, on average, I don't, I'm not the oldest in the community, but I'm, you know, top 5% dial there of, of the older, uh, fans. Um, so I remember a lot of you guys coming in as kids, right? And so, you know, you joined me when I was at, uh, we, you know, we all started at the same time and I was at the age where. You know, I was in my 20s and had disposable income, so I'm nerding out. And then you guys hit the 20s of the disposable income, and we all had time and energy, and then we you know, blasted into the 30s, and slowly but surely, we started having kids, right? Like, <laughs> And then that's, you have
0: no time, no energy. No,
1: that is change number one, where, because, yeah, you immediately go, well, what's important? And it's kind of like, oh, I, like I said, I dragged around all the stuff I have here in my basement. I like that I've had it out for the last four or five years, I've just been able to look at it, because I've never been able to have my whole collection unpacked, ever. And now I'm realizing, ah, I can let big chunks of this go. I can just right? let go. Like, it just doesn't matter. It's not that it doesn't matter. It's like, well, it's like we it's like we talked about, right? It's, I think I can find it a better home. I think somebody else can enjoy it better, and I can make room for, you know, just enjoying other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not walking away from it. I mean, no, uh, so no. My big thing, I got my big dumb project right now is um, uh, the lads down south sent me up some Jim. Uh, uh, right.
0: Yeah, shoot, Mr. Vink I'm Maniac. gonna get names
1: wrong. Sent me the uh, Marcia Mello. Oh. And uh, And I remember individually shrink
0: wrapping them as we speak. (laughs) No,
1: we've seen the pictures of the the prop one that sold, right? Marshmallows, it's like gelatin and sugar. It's like, yeah, it's not going to age. It didn't, none of them age well. They're like weird little brown (laughs) desiccated mold bombs, right? It's like, ugh. (laughs) So I immediately uh, carefully cut off the ends, emptied out the marshmallows, and now I'm making a. Like a printout, a paper, or a cardboard printout of the appropriate size marshmallows. Uh, I'm going to slot it in and then I'm going to get it framed with the the test uh, screen print. Oh, I forgot
0: you had that. What a great idea. Yeah.
1: Right? That's the stuff I kind of want to do. Like the stuff I have and the stuff that I enjoy, I want to put my time and energy into that. I want to go through all my posters. And find the ones that spark joy, and find them space in a home. Oh right? man, like, they're, That's... They're, they're, they're stored flat. I've, I barely get to look at them. Like, I've got a glow-in-the-dark uh, poster that I th- think is for the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, when the about the time it started, sort of thing. I'm like a glow-in-the-dark Ghostbusters That's logo cool. poster. I was like, I gotta get it framed. I know. I
0: got to get it out there. I, 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 not a month goes by where I look at this tube that I have of all of my theatrical 27 by 40 double sided uh, posters that I love. And I want to put those in light boxes and I want to see them on a wall. And then I realize yeah. I live in a two bedroom <laughs> apartment in the middle of, you know, uh, LA. I, I can't, I don't have the space for that. I can't put those up yet.
1: Um, we, we kind of talked about this with the NFTs that, uh, I kinda I kinda want to dote on a few key items. Yeah. Have have the stark austere office with the, the desk with nothing on it and you know the big picture window behind it and then like a couple of flat white plinths that you can barely <laughs> barely see next to the plain white wall. But they've got the little glass enclosure with the thing in it, like yeah. the artifact. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to dial it down so I can treat what's left as artifacts that I just. Super yeah, as love. opposed to
0: gotta collect them all. Yeah, yeah. pare it down. But uh, I
1: want. I want my nerd uh, collection, sort of like what's his name in the Good Place, with all of his uh, <laughs> earth knickknacks. <laughs> my paper clips. There you are. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Oh, the Good Place.
0: <laughs> that's that's the show we need right now. Miracle Workers has kind of filled its spot in my heart, yeah. but.
1: Um, I yeah. Uh, <laughs> I rewatched the end of that again. Ah, I got to get that on physical day. Yeah, that's
0: In case it disappears. What a great a show. If bit. you guys haven't watched that, watch that because that's that's a good one. Um,
1: and we're we're just because everybody gives a crap and wants to hear about it. We're down to episode or season six on Bosch, and season seven is about to drop
0: this. week. That's the final season, if I
1: recall correctly, too. Right? <sighs> I think they're done after
0: seven. Don't
1: tell me that. Uh, Sorry. I think (laughs) this is the end. I started the whole season with, ah, Bosch, Noir, LA, (laughs) tough guys, and ended with, the dog came back. (laughs) I gotta go to bed now. Good night. Uh, uh,
0: That's what happens. That's what happens.
1: Um, so yeah. Yeah. That's what, what were we talking about? I
0: don't know. Here's, here's the thing, everybody, um, we're about a half hour into our recording. You're probably going to hear about 10 minutes of it. Um, that's just what happens here on the CrossRip. Chris and I, this is our our poker night, and uh, the <laughs> venting usually happens as our warm-up. Our warm-up is just like, let me tell you why everything sucks, Chris. And then Chris is like, I know, man. And then we go back and forth, and we're like, hey, everybody, here's the news. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's actually not what's happening this week. This week we have a conversation uh, that I I can't believe we haven't done yet, especially considering the namesake of this particular podcast. Um, we're going to dive into a fan theory uh, that I actually think has some merit. Uh, this is one of those Reddit fan theories that you usually kind of turn your face, and you're like, ah, whatever. you know, whatever. Oh, you're there's some real. You roll your brow and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Th- th- usually they're the kind that it's like, uh, Ferris Bueller wasn't real. He was a figment of Cameron's imagination. And you're like, okay, all right, I'm sure maybe. Uh, one of the ones that you and I came up with was that Ghostbusters 2 uh, made a whole lot more sense if everybody died at the end of the first movie. And we had a field yeah. day with that one. Thank you to that whoever came one. up with that fan theory. Cause that was a whole lot of fun. This is another one of those fan theories, which um, is is kind of fun because it's one of those like, huh, Maybe there is such a thing as predetermined destiny. Uh, but uh, so we're going to get into that. There is not a lot of news this week. In fact, there is no news aside from uh, the Hughes and Thrall uh, demo continues to be the talk of the town. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I put the the little back and forth um, uh, with, with the Dragnet track at the end of our podcast, thinking like, oh, that will just be like a fun Easter egg for everybody to... To maybe hear what they sound like side by side, kind of just assuming that everybody would would know. And then lo and behold, uh, it took the internet by storm. Uh, but not by our doing. I guess other people figured it out. I know Jason on Ghostbusters News posted that, oh, yeah. it's the unused Hughes and Thrall track is, uh Dance or Die on on Dragnet. Um, so uh, go back and listen to that last week because that was actually a lot of fun. Like, you pairing kept talking the verses. About
1: it. You kept talking about it last week, and I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. Like, I just. Just smiled and nodded at you. I didn't think you were crazy, but I was just like, yeah, okay, Okay, whatever, pal. Because you kept you kept describing it as shades of, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, band sounds like band is not really (laughs) okay. And then I listened back to it at the end, and yeah, you you put the bits together, and I'm like, oh no, no, they it's the same song. Yeah, it was like out. Re- reworked the song to make a new song out of it. But honestly,
0: so, any good musician does that. You know, if you if you yeah. go to the pain of writing something and it never makes it, you revise it, you put it out. I mean, writers are the same way. A, you work on that book until yeah. it gets
1: published. Uh, so you come up with a good hook or a good yeah. scene or whatever. Yeah, you a good turn of phrase. Yeah, you you find a place to use it eventually. So. And
0: it's kind of it's kind of cool. It was that. So that was a fun exercise. So uh, go listen to that last week at the end of of last week's episode because
1: uh, although. Listening to the, the the Dragnet one just made me a little bit more mad at the the quality of the oh geez, the demo the, copy. I'm like nah. the
0: uh, yeah the engineer who was on cocaine who mixed it uh, according to to Glenn Hughes. Uh, yeah, I'm just like oh, I wish this was.
1: Or I guess it was, was Pat Yeah, but anyway, because um, it's still stuck in my head. It's, it's uh, still yeah, it's catchy.
0: And and like we talked about last week, it's one of those where you hear it the first time, and you're like, oh really? And then you it kind of gets it's earwormy and it sticks in your head yeah. and you can't get rid of it, and then you listen to it again, and you're like, Oh yeah, that's that's kinda catchy. But a, a different song, totally it it doesn't it doesn't have the same energy as Ray Parker Jr.'s song does. And we, no. we talked about that last week. But anyway, yeah. so I uh, just wanted to reiterate that. Um the other thing that somebody hit us up about was uh they wanted us to talk about the, uh, the Adams family, um, kind of photo that was revealed on Ghostbusters day of the Ecto parked at the, the house, um, the farmhouse, the grandfather's farmhouse just, just to remind you, Chris, just in case you had forgotten again. Yeah. Thanks. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, but somebody wanted to point out that they thought that it was a big controversy that, uh, the crew member had been painted out when they reposted it on the official <laughs> Ghostbusters, uh, uh, Instagram uh, there's not much we can say there it's uh, yes it's it's like the starbucks cup in game of thrones uh it was not supposed to be there in the first place so they painted it out uh, no yeah. harm no foul and and chances are that it's just it's a pr- it's a production photo that's not an actual still from the movie that's the stills photographer who was 100 yards away took that photo and uh you know that the kind of, that kind of stuff happens all the time they paint out equipment they paint out uh, uh crew members and things like that so yeah uh, nothing really more to read into that.
1: No. Honestly. Um, what was it? Um, Madeline, you you and I keep trying to remember it. Madeline, there it is. Michelle, Micheline. Micheline. Micheline Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. Micheline Pitt.com. Uh, that was a big thing, mostly because we knew it was coming and we knew that the pre-orders would be starting uh, a couple of days ago as of this recording. So like a week ago as of, um. Day after Father's Day, uh, but it had some good reveals. Like the uh, A, it made it a lot more clear that a lot of the uh, pattern designs they did there's uh, t shirts, men's like uh, button up, uh, button up tees. Uh, you could button up, what do you call those? Yeah, First sleeve, button up, button up dress yeah. shirts. There's some great, Uh, there's some really, I'm thinking about it, um, and a really great, uh, Venkman burn in hell. And, and every, all I posted, so many of us went, why have we never had one of these before? Uh, so that was, uh, but I mean, really the, the weirdest thing was a movie mistakes website posted the, um, uh, the picture from Ghostbusters day of the Ecto driving down the country road. Uh, getting into it, that the uh, the graphic artist for the the print uh, put brake lights uh, <laughs> where there aren't uh, any. Well, yeah, and, and that gets confusing. I wanted to bring this up with you actually before we get to the discussion. Let's put five minutes into this, and I, I meant to ask you earlier, but before, so their whole point was is that you can see clearly in the movies that the little rockets in the back light up right. as part of the brake yeah. lights. I always assume that was just part of the brake light thing because that does not seem like a clear enough indication that the car is coming to a stop or, you know, that it's turning or whatever. Um, and then in doing my digging, like a couple of di- the die cast you can pick up that had lights, the Eagle Moss light kit. They light up the same lower, bit, the bit that you would assume is like where brake lights would yeah. go. And at the end uh, they were like, eh, it's a, and they basically said, "Oh, they were they were just dumb. They made the the wrong guess as to where to put the lights." So I was like, "I and I, I had to like, like kind of jump in. I jumped in to defend the graphic artist, and nobody gave a crap." But so poor gravity. <laughs> um, in my looks, head, it looks I was
0: better like, in in the poster
1: to have that reads, glowing red as opposed to a clear because the right like it's, movie <laughs> Okay, everybody, we need to stop and remember most of the world doesn't think about ghostbusters as much the way or as hard as yeah. we do so yeah we look you know some of us i actually like i said it i and never struck me at all and but then again i'm not you know like a deep ecto guy and i know a lot of the ecto people went oh what about the the rockets i was like yeah my my mom wouldn't know the difference and as a matter of fact i think if you made those light up and not the lower part people would go well what's that all about so here's 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 the, the perspective of somebody, somebody who, wrote a book. I was going to say it. if,
0: if somebody who <laughs> has spent way too much time looking at these things, uh, who actually agreed with, um, our buddy, Brian, uh, fear, um, mm-hmm. sold his Ecto at the, uh, Barrett, is it Barrett Jackson, the big uh, auction that they do in Vegas. Um, uh, he yeah, was there so. all weekend and made a pretty penny on his, uh, amazing Ecto one, um, that he, much as we were talking about at the top of the show, uh, he decided to part with uh, after years of service, um, and I, I know... Maintaining,
1: it was, maintaining an ecto-replica does not
0: bring you joy. No. In <laughs> fact, it's lots of maintenance, but anyway... It's lots of work. Anyway, in one of his videos, he does talk about one of the modifications that they had to make for the car to make it road worthy is. Mm. So if you look at those lights, uh, the, the two rocket lights are are the the turn signals. There is one that's a brake indicator as well. And then that chrome part that uh, the guys that you mentioned on your, your social media that were really upset about um it's not all just Chrome. There is a brake light around the perimeter inside there. And then in the middle are your, uh, backup lights, your, your rear white facing lights. white, yeah. uh, bright backup lights. Um, and because they are so tiny and because they were just the normal incandescent bulbs, you know, they weren't really doing the trick for if you were throwing the car in reverse, Yeah. nobody saw that you were in reverse. Uh, and it wasn't illuminating anything behind you obviously either. So um, so Brian on his car, uh, cranked up those, those rear, uh, uh, you know, the, the rear drive lights so that you get a little bit more oomph out of them. So people knew that the car was in reverse and they weren't just standing there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, so the, the light there is correct on the poster, having a light there, correct. Having a brake light on while the car is tearing through a field of wheat no, that's not correct because nope. their foot is probably not on the brake. But again, the light, the red light has a lot more pop to it if you're a graphic designer. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, I don't know. That's that's one of those things where it's like, okay, the cup's in his left hand, the cup's in his right hand, the cup's in his left hand, the cup's in his That's just, it happens with editorial with continuity. Just let it go. It's yeah. fine. Just it enjoy takes, things.
1: It's, yeah, it's sometimes, yeah, weird little decisions have to be made like that in order to you know, what feels right to the eye. Like, almost everything you're supposed to look at when a graphic designer does it is your eye is supposed to slide along. it. Uh If it's going to jangle you, it's done deliberately, and the jangle is supposed to have purpose and all. That. Yeah. So, you know, putting in those lights is just because if you try to imagine it without, your eye just kind of... It doesn't... Like, it weirdly gives your eye a reason to stop and look at the ecto. Like, you think it's... Why wouldn't you stop and look at the ecto? It's like, well, there's it's let's be honest it's like a rusty pile of junk and weird shapes and all that riding down the road you kind of that you can see a hint of they kind of brightened a bit of the blue light bar on the front mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't yeah may or may not be lit up but they kind of brightened it a bit and then put in these brake lights and suddenly it gives your eye this ability to like stop on it as like a, a natural car shape it's like i said I'm Sure, there's theory books that could explain it better but it's, I, just, I just didn't like that they kind of they kind of ragged on the graphic designer like he was an idiot. I was like, ah, no, I... I. <laughs> no, and,
0: and, and you're right. I mean, there is a little bit of a contrast there. It gives you a little bit of something that draws your eye to it. And yeah, it's, I'm sure I'm, there was reasoning behind it, but I'm it's double, a cool what, poster. Why are cool we even poster. talking about this, Chris? I don't like, know. That's the, the coolest thing- teaser poster I've ever seen in my life.
1: I mean, not only that, we haven't even taken into account that a graphic designer doesn't go one and done, right? They're like, well, here's 10. And a whole bunch of people look at it and go, we prefer three, seven, and eight. And can you tweak these on them? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like the one guy said, and this is it. <laughs> he, to be honest, they may not even have like bothered with it. It's quite possible that he did a little bit of work or she did a little bit of work. And then somebody came along and said the brake lights aren't lit up like you just don't know I don't yeah if you're dr- if anyway. you're truly
0: drifting you have to have the brakes thrown or something yeah it's uh, I don't know but anyway anyways, that, that, that's yeah.
1: literally as, as that's the kind of stuff that happens on gets. slow
0: news weeks is we focus on uh, that and then it so draws all the attention and and and, let's just talk nerdery I know let's let's get into it so okay so here's our discussion topic Chris and this this comes to us uh, care of uh, a reddit thread of uh, uh, one of the um, subreddits on fan theories um And I will accredit it to tolly b uh that 's the only information I have on them so if you 're out there listening, thank you so much for this because it 's a good conversation topic. We will be discussing the cross rip itself and how the ghostbusters may have been a part of it all along without even knowing it so here 's his theory i 'll read it and then we can talk about it uh mm-hmm. headline ghostbusters' theory they were part of the prophecy all of, all along. The classic 80s film Ghostbusters is about a group of paranormal investigators, ectoplasmic exterminators, cleaning up Manhattan's rampant ghost problems at the edge of the apocalypse. Now, it's stated in the film that they are experiencing a rise in paranormal activity in the boroughs as more and more ghosts seem drawn to the area in an attempt to open the gateway for the final judgment. However, my theory is this. The ghosts on their own would not have had enough power as they are to bring about the dimensional rift as seen in the film. Instead, it was the actions of the Busters and Mr. Peck of the EPA that clinched it. Instead of finding ways to exercise the ghosts or convert their energy into another form, if you've watched the uh, Ghostbusters reanimated uh, fan film, which they try to, to do in that, what do the Busters do? Store them in the containment system, which acts as a pressure cooker. The more ghosts filtered in indiscriminately, the more energy in the system, the more concentrated the ectoplasmic energy, and then, at a critical point in the ghost pressure, Peck forces them to shut down the containment system, letting loose the spiritual energy bringing about the end of the world. The Busters collected and concentrated it, he released it, this is picked up on by a possessed Dana and Lewis. If the Ghostbusters had done nothing, the ghosts wouldn't have had enough focus to bring about the end of the world. Boom, That right there, <laughs> that hit me like the the realization that in Raiders of the Lost Ark, if Indiana Jones does nothing, it literally ends up the same way. Uh, yeah, all the Nazis open the ark, they all stare into it, they all melt. end of the end of the story. Uh, this is actually kind of interesting. Uh, if the Ghostbusters would not have gone into business, if they would have not been capturing ghosts, if they would not have been so busy because the dead had been rising from the grave, then maybe uh, Crossrip would have not have opened at Fifty Five Central Park West. Maybe the uh, Gozer would not have had the PKE energy to summon the energy needed to open up that doorway to 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 come into our our universe. Yeah, interesting. It's very it's it's sort of like one of those things where if they would have not done what they did they also would have saved the world (laughs) like they by not going into business if they would have just kept working at the at the uh Columbia University they would have been fine
1: yeah I can I've kind of flipped back and forth on this one to be honest uh I don't know I think Gozer I think Gozer still figures out a
0: way to manifest enough PKE energy in order to open up that portal
1: Yeah, I kind of, so initially I was kind of like, no, the temple was, it says right in the movie, the temple was designed to draw in and concentrate. It was a a big conductor. It's a big conductor. It's, It's meant to draw in, uh, uh, in ghosts. And to be fair, stuff was starting to happen even before the Ghostbusters got into it. Because, again, like, Dana was starting to see weird uh, stuff happen.
0: Dana still gets possessed. Lewis still gets possessed, in theory. Well, that's,
1: that's, in theory, that's later on. But, like, they were seeing odd things happening in their apartment. So, a, a certain power level had, you know, had been reached of drawing in. Um, so, part of me was like, no, 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 no. All they did is, like, if they had left it alone, it eventually would have hit its critical mass and... And, you know, powered up for Gozer the way it did at the end of the movie anyways. All that happened was is that it was like two different vacuums. And the Ghostbusters kind of brought theirs in and sucked everything up and then held it until, you know, it exploded. Yeah. Then it kind of, you know, I kind of flipped the other way where... It... Part of me is kind of like it was really moving slow. Like, left to its own devices... Yeah, weird stuff was happening at, at Dana's place. But that could have been the start of twenty or thirty years of weird haunting type stuff, right? Like and never really reaching Gozer critical mass. Except that the Ghostbusters so imagine that this thing, yeah, it's con, you know, conducting and drawing in, but you know, what is the uh inverse square law of of, of ghost magnets, right? Yeah. So yeah, maybe it's kind of pulling in Every once in a while, somebody that died in the building or nearby or something like that. Whereas the Ghostbusters are running around the entire city, hoovering up everything they can, you know, that's bothering people. Puts it in one place, uh, you know, energized, no less. It's in uh, like a a laser grid. And then when it gets shut off, they come busting out and just, you know, we see it. They go rocketing to the the next nearest magnet, the next nearest holding space. And then, yeah, everything just kicks off. Like uh, <laughs> uh, It's almost like a backwash, too, because remember, we start seeing, you know, uh, uh, I don't know if those are ghosts escaping. That's another point of discussion, too. Like The little energy that, beams,
0: that kind of thing?
1: Well, no, those are ghosts. But, like, at, at that montage, right, like, uh, one of them is Slimer. So, yeah, Slimer escaped and then went after the hot dog cart. So did they bust the taxi driving ghost earlier and then in the montage he's escaped and he's back uh, in theory, at it? Like,
0: yeah, because his, his purple energy goes through the tailpipe of the taxi uh and man re manifests
1: inside the uh the taxi so, cab. Sure. So weirdly, yeah, they bust out and a bunch of them literally drop to like ground level again and start haunting. Yeah. Whereas other Things come go flying to the building. I, they I don't do know. So go
0: I, Toward 55 Central Park West, but yeah. that's, it, it's almost, it's one of those things that I think it's also contingent upon the role that the key master and the gatekeeper play in opening the portal door. Cause it's, it's like one of the things that, that I have had friends who, who will ask me like, Oh, you're a big Ghostbusters fan. What was with the key master and the gatekeeper thing? Like, so they, they had to have sex and then the door opened. I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to explain it several times and it always ends up being this convoluted mess of like, well, I think that goes are needed to have some entity on this ethereal plane, uh, that then connected to another entity on that ethereal plane to be able to open both sides of the door. Right. I know it's really it's stupid and it's convoluted, but I think that if they have that connection, if they're possessed, if they are somehow enchanted or whatever by Gozer, and then and the PKE energy uh, conducts on the building and uses the two of them as the key to open the door, I think that that's their role in there. And then past that point, then they become terror dogs. They're just minions of Gozer, and then uh, yeah. it's it's they're they're inconsequential at that point.
1: Okay, well um, let's let's walk through this for a second though, because.
0: But that all happens with or without the, the containment unit exploding,
1: right? Cuz well, they're already being possessed no.
0: before the containment unit yeah, explodes. Yeah, this is
1: this is the reason I want to walk through it. They do get possessed. And they are wandering around looking for one another, but it's they they're, they're not that effective at it. Right? Like Lewis runs out, gets possessed, and then is essentially you know, wandering around like a madman, gets picked up, you know, driven downtown, dropped off with the Ghostbusters. He has no flippin' idea. He escapes, in the explosion is walking around, and it's only when the ghosts, enough of them, I guess, fly to 55 Central Park West. I guess we can assume wait for a the power sign, level All prisoners reached.
0: shall be released. She, she,
1: she wakes up, and that's when he seems to figure out which way he's supposed to go. It's almost like prior to that, a level hasn't been reached, And they're not Hmm. able to kind of home in on one another. But then that's weird. Like, again, if... Like, does that mean they could have gotten possessed? Like, was he supposed to get possessed in there and it was just really easy for them to find one another? Well, yeah, I was going to say, do they get
0: possessed and then they just wander the earth until there's some sort of a sign? Or the the energy manifests enough to the point where it does... Yeah, uh... but that's that's
1: a really weird... Like, that basically means is it's like... You possess a couple of humans... Who then the world goes well they've clearly gone gaga puts them in a mental institution or drugs them up with medication for the rest of their lives they may never connect it seems really weirdly inefficient in terms of so I mean yeah, that they, could they
0: don't want to send Lewis to Rikers though uh, this is too loony but uh, yeah it's it's kind of it's tough because again it's all in the interest of the three act structure that, that yeah. and Ackroyd were trying to detail that they needed to bring the key master <laughs> and the gatekeeper together.
1: Yes. We should, we should stop and, and, and point out the thing that we've always <laughs> talked about, which is there are no really good clear rules. No, about no. What a, is a ghost and not, and where they, why is Alice a dead human and Slimer's, uh, him, you know, like, like, like. Why are some creatures and uh, yeah. some not? How does? that
0: which worked. God bless Eric Burnham for kind of going into that a little bit in the Tobin spirit guide uh, as to yeah. why why those things happen because that's kind of awesome kind of amazing if you don't have uh, Eric's Tobin spirit guide go pick it up because it's it's a fun read but um, does
1: that it amounts to the longer you're out there the less human you are sort of thing uh, again which yeah yeah and which which is, which is a good enough one to just yeah <laughs> to good enough for you know movies and and you can just uh, suspend your disbelief in the way you go but again given the rough roughly understood non-canonical uh origins of ghostbusters uh, or slimer rather i mean he and alice should have kind of um
0: yeah, Slimer Slimer know. should have looked more like a Belushi humanoid, uh, but didn't. Uh and it's just you sort know, of that we, it's the animalistic you know characteristics. I think that's how Eric describes it. It's just like you certain classes I, just go yeah. into
1: that that uh, you pattern. Know what takes it. You know what? I don't know if it, we could we could throw it out there and see if the world likes it or not. But we I think you could go and say that is uh it's that old saying about um uh you know, uh, how long you serve uh, after you pass on, you know, there's a, there's a certain element of, 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 your afterlife. I don't mean, I don't mean metaphysically. I just mean you as a person in your time on earth, uh, is shaped by how long people remember you afterwards. Mm. Yeah. If, if, if a librarian that everybody's vaguely aware of dies and starts haunting the library and the librarians keep going, oh no, that's Alice. Oh no, that's Alice. Oh no, that's her Alice. Her memory
0: lives on, sure, sure. Her memory
1: kind of lives on. She's getting a little weird, you know, but she's kind of remembered. Whereas in a hotel, a lot of turnover, you know, like <laughs> it's quite possible, it's quite possible the story gets lost, right? It's not, it's not like, like, cause I mean, he was a guest, which means had he died, he didn't really have anybody close there that like worked there. Whereas Alice would have died and people, you know, friends of hers and all that and were coworkers with her there. That make any sense Every, I don't know.
0: everybody knows about the hauntings on 12 but it's been quiet for years but it's uh, quiet for yeah, years. yeah it's, anyway no, everybody's forgotten those stories but yeah that's anyway
1: so th- we, we got to bring it back to yeah but the, yeah
0: but no i think this is all tangentially related because it's all if if those ghosts exist in those areas those places wherever they're haunting yeah. wherever they're repeating um th- there's a chance that once Gozer figures out like okay now is my time uh, mm-hmm. those ghosts are drawn to 55 Central Park West naturally. Anyway, so I, I think eventually, after some time is given, sure, uh, all of those ghosts start migrating uh toward, uh, the the giant superconducting antenna uh, that ends up opening up the portal into the other dimension. So right. on and so okay. forth. Okay, so so it still happens with or without the Ghostbusters, yeah. I guess, is what I'm so saying.
1: It's 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 an exponential critical mass sort of situation. Let's say spirit, you know, spiritual PKE energy wise. Um, so you, but the Ghostbusters you know,
0: the, expedited, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
1: Well, what we're heading towards is that there's a weird convergence of events that shape the way things play out. So, Shandor in the 20s ish designs and builds a building, got a temple on it. It's all about uh, slowly powering up, and who knows? Again, <laughs> maybe we'll find out in the new one. But I guess there's always given the Lovecraftian angle that, yeah, maybe he, he, uh, it's very uh, Charles Strauss-laundry-esque, by the way, that it's quite possible that he built this temple and all that. And rather than waiting for ghosts, uh, just a lot of sacrifice will do it too. You know, like, (laughs) that's certainly, but whatever, he doesn't get to do that. Uh, He's arrested for the crazy-ass stuff he's doing in the background. Doesn't get to finish his work or whatever. Sits there for 60 years, uh, slowly sucking up whatever PKE energy it can. Uh, and I, like I said, I would argue that there's kind of a distance thing, it's not like it's drawing it in from around the world. It's you might even be able to say it's can barely draw it in from the other burrows, like it's just slowly, it's the slow, um, you know, it's like a a, a pool that you've got a drain sort of thing in <laughs> the bottom. That, yeah, oh, you'll see how you'll much see... pool
0: can selenium can uh, steel beams have, uh, right? Well, well
1: see. if you sit on the outside it, yeah, at the edge of the pool, it's, it's it's not going to get sucked to the the drain in the middle but the closer you get to it the more likely something is to get sucked in so yeah 60 years of just slowly and it building all up the
0: little fuzzes behind and the <laughs> yeah.
1: anyway yeah it gets to the point that it's enough that it can start exerting itself in uh you know affecting it starts by affecting the um uh physically affecting things there was somebody that uh, one of the fan theories and it was too minor to really get into but they They posited the idea that the reason Lewis's door keeps locking behind him is because much like the one that broke the eggs in Dana's apartment is that, you know, these otherworldly energies or entities are like... Are messing with them, <laughs> and I was kind of like, I like it, except for the fact that we all know that apartment and condo doors automatically lock. Like right, you right. don't. Well, that was the kind way of, the
0: other one you sent me as a possible dis- uh, discussion topic was that uh, Egon gets his wish and and performs a lobotomy on Lewis, and that explains the missing brain tissue, uh, his change in his uh, attitude, changing his demeanor, and
1: all that. Uh, I do want to get into that at some point. Yeah, we'll put a pin in that yeah. one. But but yeah that's that's the one special, that's but... like
0: okay this is this is not the big discussion topic like we have <laughs> no. right now
1: yeah but but so something is starting to exert a force very quickly in very short order uh it's it's starting to make noises like it can come through like she opens the fridge and she can actually see through to the it's a mini rift to the other side. Again, happening uh,
0: before the Ghostbusters start capturing ghosts. So we know that that. they're on the verge of breaking through whatever that, that wall is. Yeah.
1: So they start, uh, hoovering up ghosts over, you know, a handful of weeks. It's probably not long. I think we talked about this before too. It's like maybe two or three weeks of just crazily running around the island and getting known and the press likes them and all that sort of thing. And then she, on the same night, Dana and Lewis. uh, a terror dog punches through and possesses them left to their own devices. Uh, Dana was just sitting around putting out the vibe and Lewis, uh, was out and about. Uh, but the thing is, again, here's where, uh, happenstance comes in one Venkman goes on his date or comes for his date with Dana uh, and, uh, and knocks her out. Knocks her out. Yeah. Which maybe so whatever she is, t- she is telepathic
0: uh, abilities, uh, dissipate or something. Yeah.
1: Two, Lewis is, uh, picked up, uh, uh, probably not too far away. Like he's running around ranting like a madman. But as we can all see, he's like a Columbus Circle. Um, I was you know, was, he's
0: he's right down the street from Dana, and then not he's not taken all the away. way down to
1: Tribeca. So he's actually right, taken but further he's, away. Oh gosh, I wish I had a copy open to to watch him review it, but in the timing of the edit, but roughly we can assume then that he gets possessed and he's running around. Uh, And about the time that he's running around, kind of you know waiting for a sign, I'm waiting for a sign. Yeah, she's been she's been drugged up. She's yeah. she is not yeah, the, able the to like the containment
0: unit explodes. Her eyes fly open. Yeah, and all you're, you're of a jumping ahead here, this is, it, there, this but is the sign. Yeah, yeah, exactly
1: right. So she's about the time he's wandering around yelling, you know, watch for the sign. He's waiting for a sign, and not only and then gets picked up and dragged even further away from the temple. She, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that kind of weirdly puts everything out. Okay. So then. Um, yeah. So then it turns into Yeah. I think by design they probably were supposed to find each other just, you know, supernaturally, much faster. But like I said, give in the framework of the story, the police interfere uh with Lewis and Bankman interferes with Dana. And so I mean maybe that they still
0: the, find each other. I, I still I still maintain that all of this still happens without the Ghostbusters. Like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Dana, like Dana I said,
0: Barrett gets haunted. Dana
1: Barrett gets possessed. Yes, Louis I'm gets with you possessed. on this. I'm, I'm stepping through uh, it. Yeah. My, my point is, is that, so if, what's your definition of no Ghostbusters? They're still, let's say they're still at school, right? Yeah. My argument is still on par with, still in line with yours. Lewis would have gotten possessed. Dana would have gotten possessed. Except that Dana would not have been knocked out. So she just would have been putting out her uh, gatekeeper vibe. Lewis gets possessed, comes on home. They hook up. <laughs> Away it goes. So,
0: I was gonna say Lewis just crosses the street and and this all happens a lot faster. Uh, there's actually yeah. some some. But like time I in said, there. there's there's yeah. there's
1: a weird little interference uh with Finkman and the police. And then Peck I think we can all blame Peck, because I think what can be argued here then is very clearly, yes, the Ghostbusters have built up this pile of ghostly energy. Um yeah, I don't think the ghosts that they were holding on to hasten the rip or are involved in the rift at all. Yeah. I think what happens is is that, yeah, they've held on to it. Peck shows up, shuts it down and all that it does is that that burst of PKE, that massive burst of P- stored PKE energy from all the, 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 the ghosts they've uh, trapped that have gotten out, all that does is give a, enough of a PKE punch that it wakes up Dana. Yeah, which that we, surge we know is sort of happened. like
0: the jump start that needs to keep and, things moving.
1: All yeah. that happens, all that happens, yeah, it, two things happen. It punch. It's enough of a punch for her to wake up, uh, you know, for her possession to override, you know, the biology of the possessed body. And she wakes up. That triggers Lewis to figure out where he needs to go. He wanders on home. Um, and actually, another indication is... She blows out the side of her apartment. That is her just going gate uh, keymaster, like he just. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like it's I, true. I think like, it's like I'm here. Like we, what was that all about? Never really thought about it because it was a nice shot. She blows out the apartment, and we see the ghosts flying by. But I don't think the ghosts, the ghosts are just a, a, an indication that yeah, a giant burst of stored PK energy. Has entered I, yeah, into the as city. As a kid,
0: I always thought that was the ghosts like re entering the building or the ghosts just messing the but, building up or something. But, but it yeah, goes that's outward. outward. That's it's her. her. She
1: wakes up. She steps out to her apartment. She's roughly looking in the right direction to where uh, Lewis is, right? She's her corner of her apartment and the wall that uh, blasts out is looking downtown in roughly the right direction. She just annihilates the wall and Lewis goes, right, uh, okay. And wanders on home in the midst of <laughs> chaos. All that the only other thing that happens is the ghosts are free and causing havoc. That's yeah. basically it. That was they a go,
0: siren call to bring him home,
1: basically. And then, yeah. So yeah, they hook up. Uh, so yeah, if they hadn't have been there, they would just would have hooked up faster. It would the the critical the critical amount for the the terror dogs to come through uh, would have been achieved because it had nothing to do with the Ghostbusters. It was happening anyways. They possess. They hook up. It it triggers the temple. And yeah, Gozer just shows up. There's a cloud over the thing. He announcement to the city of choose the form of your destructor. It takes one random person to go, what like Bugs Bunny, and away we go. You know, yeah, uh, that um, still happens. Uh,
0: uh, the only thing that that might so I st- I still think that maybe the Ghostbusters expedited just in the sense that they do accumulate the PKE energy that creates the burst that you just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Because I've always like one of the questions that I've always had, and I think we even talked about this on the commentary that we did for the uh, 25th anniversary uh, disc 35th anniversary. Oh my God. Not 25th (laughs) add 10 years. Um, But, uh, but how much time passes uh, during that montage sequence where the Ghostbusters get uh, famous, uh, where Peter and Dana start dating, like there there is a passage of time in there that perhaps could have been longer if the Ghostbusters didn't exist because the, it's after that point that the you know the terror dog breaks out of its gargoyle statue and goes to to possess Dana and and so on with with Lewis as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that part, does take a little bit longer maybe that maybe they needed more pke energy on that rooftop in order to unleash uh vince and Zool to uh to go do their their deeds but
1: well, where would it have where would it have gotten it from like really the, the 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 timeline uh you know from the start of the movie to the terror dogs uh ar- arriving uh at the apartment and possessing dana and lewis would have just happened a little bit later i would think like why if, would it happen later like i don't i don't know that hmm oh, i you're don't right, know cuz that
0: that the, the terror dog is released the, what what i trip up on is the terror dog is released and then once vince starts talking to everybody he knows that all prisoners shall be released like he has a, a knowledge that there are prisoners somewhere that are are detrimental or or, or are the key to whatever the next steps may
1: be. So, Maybe. Although then the argument is, is then why didn't he free them? He was taken yeah, literally He's to the switch. He's standing in front of the switch. Cause it's better I, drama to have Peck do it. I, of course. Um, right? But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I always thought that all prisoners will be released. I mean, yeah, it could be the, that it could also just mean everything on the other side of Gozer's rift, right? Like,
0: Oh, I guess that's uh, true. Uh, is he talking about the prisoners that are on the other side of the door? Yeah. So ghosts are coming through, opening the portal. The two worlds merge, uh, and and those are the prisoners on the other side of the door.
1: Oh, yeah, that which makes is, more sense. Yeah. It's 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 wording then that makes more sense too. That the things on the other side are extra dimensional ghosts uh, and entities yeah. rather than ghosts. Yeah, right? That makes more sense. And yeah, they would have the nothing going on in the world would have altered the timeline of up to them getting possessed. I think the only thing that really trips it up is because the Ghostbusters are there and in interacting. And then the police as well, it kind of draws it out a little bit longer in the evening before they find one another, uh, into the next, next day, really. And overnight, it takes them to get back to one another. Uh, and then Peck unleashing the ghosts seems to, kickstart everything back to the way it was supposed to be going. She broadcasts to the to the gatekeeper the keymaster, the keymaster uh, shows up and they do what they're supposed to do to uh unlock Gozer. Uh although I would take it one step further that without the Ghostbusters I th- I would posit that Gozer cuz go we saw Gozer was talking to the crowd, right? Gozer was broadcasting psychically, telepathically uh voice of god like we don't know but Yeah the big booming voice is like, you know, here, here, here's Gozer, <laughs> choose the form of the choose destructor. A, a, and, and one of and the I,
0: Hare Krishnas gets to choose the form of no, the destructor. Well, here's, yeah. here's the
1: thing. I was thinking about it as we were talking here. I think what have happened is that Gozer would have went, uh, taking a, a, a random sampling, like just basically the average sampling of all the mines nearby and in the city and all that, which would have been afraid and scared and thinking of it's, you know, the worst thing, uh, would have I like the uh, you know what? I like this idea. I like the idea that it just, you know, it a bunch of a million brains going, oh no, our our worst nightmares. And it goes, great, well, here comes the skeleton climbing out of the... Uh, uh, Yeah,
0: then you see the the, Bernie Wrights and, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that. but the problem was is the Ghostbusters were standing (laughs) right at the door and went, choose the form of the Destructor, and four human brains that were right there went, okay, don't think of anything, and Ray went, Marshmallow Man, and and then away it goes.
0: Who was also the duly designated representative
1: Right? Uh, That's the other thing, too. So it's
0: like, well, this is the guy who wants to choose the form of the destructor. All right, here you go, pal. There you go. So I
1: I think the theory is right. Well, no, the theory is wrong, because the theory uh, argues that letting the ghosts go is what kicked everything off. I think you and I have stepped through it enough that it was going to happen. I think it it
0: happens regardless. regardless. I think no matter if the Ghostbusters do nothing, that... There is still a cross rip. There is still a rip that crosses the two dimensions together and brings Gozer into our world.
1: If, if, if Peter's going to Dana's on a Thursday, uh, if the Ghostbusters didn't exist, if he didn't run into her or he wasn't a Ghostbuster, yeah, the apocalypse would have happened Thursday evening (laughs) as it happened because the Ghostbusters existed. Uh, Venkman showed up and drugged Dana and Lewis was picked up at the police and lost and couldn't psychically home in on Dana. It got delayed over till the next day cause it was daylight. Uh, and then, yeah. And then Peck yeah. kind of put, it. funnily enough, then if Peck hadn't shown up, how long... Like I think Lewis and Dana may have just ended up in 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 you know uh, mental health care. Like it's at and least the until the been, PKE surge uh, got to the until to the point something where it, got yeah. something happened big enough to kick it all off. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I think so. In in reading the Reddit comments underneath this this thread, one of them was like, "I think you're confusing the cause and the effect." Uh, that you know the ghost the the rise in the ghost population was because gozer was coming in the first place so it it doesn't matter if they're accumulated in one place or not the cause of them manifesting and rising from the grave uh is yeah. gozer coming back so like that that in itself just sort of says like that this was going to happen regardless of what the ghostbusters did the ghostbusters just made it convenient because there was a sign uh and and there was this giant purple beam of light uh r- straight down the, the island of manhattan that everybody was able to see yeah I, I mean i don't it's it's one of like the ghostbusters are a crucial f- figure in all of this happening and obviously they're the ones who close the the portal door mm-hmm. by uh swinging it the opposite direction by crossing the streams do they destroy gozers universe that's that's one of the other fan theories that you sent to me. So when they cross the beams and they close that door, yeah. the giant explosion, uh there was a fan theory that construed that as that's Gozer's dimension just obliterating itself. That that is them destroying literally another dimension. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah, this is where it, it gets a little vague cuz the the wording about Egon's plan is we're going to fire particles into the other side and it's going to reverse a particle throw flow that'll, uh, draw the doors closed. Although that could be that it could be a heck of a lot. Like the barometric pressure on our side is pushing the doors open to the dimension. <laughs> if we can just get the wind to go the other way. Um, and then if that, but if we don't do it right, it's going to blow up the universe. There is kind of this. It it could be that Egon didn't really get into the the nitty gritty of it, and all he's literally explaining is, is if we do this right, we're going to cause an ex, you know a uh, massive door, explosion the on the other side. Ways. Yeah, yeah. If we if we set off an explosion on the other side, which is what happens, uh, and there is that fl- like the fire that uh, roasts uh, Stay Puft's head and all that. There is a giant flow of energy and wind and explosion. Yeah. Maybe that just slams the door shut. And if, if we do it wrong, well, that massive explosion happens on this side and then everything goes wrong sort of thing. I, I I do kind of like it. Um, uh, this one asks then how much do we want to like loop in, um, uh, the, uh, the video game, uh, because that one, and then we'll leave the comics out for now. As the the comics kind of uh, maintain that that dimension is is not not dead. Um, the video game maintains that that uh, not dead. And do, uh, who
0: knows what we see in afterlife? Maybe this is like a continuation yeah. of things. Where we're like, well, then no, that's obviously not dead.
1: Uh, yeah, this one this one may get proven wrong inside yeah. of five months here. But um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I kind of like it. I kind of like the idea that it's kind of the, all right, we have a grenade. The plan is, is that I'm going to pull the pin and I'm going to throw it. And if I get it, my aim is true. uh, It'll do a, a thing and slam the door shut and we are all good. If I do it wrong, it's going to bounce back and we're all going to blow up. Like I, I kind of like, I kind of like that. I, but yeah, it's this weird. There is a separation in the language as he t- talks about it, that one thing is we're going to try and set up a particle flow. And again, what is that? Are you talking about the particles of the beams drawing yeah. it back closed? Um, are there, you talking about the atmosphere on the other side flowing? Um, yeah, there, there's, there's a little
0: bit there that's... W- way open to interpretation and and even in in trying to describe the theoretical science between crossing the streams in in books and book form like when we were doing it on the ectomobile manual it was kind of like well what would a particle reversal entail and why does that yeah. happen the the thought was that it would cause an explosion in the cyclotron because it's reversing the flow of the the positron collider that's throwing these these uh a uh, p- positively charged uh, uh, energy v- uh, out into the world to combat a negative decaying energy field, uh, and and make it decay at a, at a more increased rate to wear it out. Right? Okay, that makes sense. And then if you back that up so that it like reverses the flow back into the cyclotron, it explodes on your end. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that in terms of 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 a flow chart makes a whole lot more sense than whatever happens on the other side of that door that causes a giant explosion that closes the door and reverses it. Egon Spangler, genius of a scientist, uh, obviously not a podcaster, uh, doing, uh, an, I love Lucy or whatever a podcaster he, he might be doing. He, he probably had a better grasp on this than you and I do. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. (laughs) But at the same time, yeah, it is kind of wonky because it's is, is are there beams hitting something on the other side of the door, and the collision on the other side of the door is what's causing that explosion that then slams the door shut, and the the plume, the ex- giant explosion that blows you know the top twelve stories off of the building, is that just a result of what comes out of the door, and on the other side, yeah, there was a massive destruction uh, of which we will have never known. Sure. I'll give them that. Okay. That makes a whole lot of sense. Did it destroy Gozer's dimension? Probably not. I don't feel like that was a, a dimension, a apocalypse event, uh, giant explosion. Sure. Uh, catastrophic. Sure. Don't think it destroyed an entire dimension, and maybe just close the door, but they can always punch (laughs) another door through it.
1: Like I said, we're trying to dial in on some science that (sighs) is really kind of shaky and just cinematic. It's it's its tough. It's you,
0: you have to have some suspension of disbelief uh, to watch movies in the first place. Then when you start talking about particle physics, quantum physics, all of these yeah. things that that do have a basis in reality, that do have rules and laws and, and things that have been studied and things that have not been studied and things that we know can happen, things that we know cannot happen, yeah. once you introduce that into, again, a three-act story structure of a movie – Uh, you know, uh, Ghostbusters answered the call. It's like, well, crossing the streams didn't work. What if we blow up one of the nuclear tanks on top of the Ecto one? Yeah, that'll do it. Why? (laughs) I still don't quite understand. It's a totally different science. That's just a big explosion. Uh, It's not necessarily reversing a particle flow, but Oh, okay. Just go with it because it's, it's for the interest of the fun of, of the story. Um, would a nuke
1: have done the same thing? Like, what's? Yeah, yeah, the exactly. First if movie, they would have like, just
0: shot a nuke through the door, uh, forget that have they have it? proton packs. Like, would that just do it?
1: I no, I don't why, think so. Why did they have? Why couldn't they just concentrate the beams converging on the other side of the door? Why did they have to converge them right at their like on their side? <laughs> right at the tip of their throwers Deus
0: like sex machina but it, yeah it, it, it they needed something in order to close that door they needed the big dramatic explosion they needed like again for the interest of storytelling they needed this uh and they kind of yeah. bent the, the science to 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 their will
1: i think you would yeah we're, we're getting into the how the hell it works um and it's so and, but it's yeah, so the, tough. The but quest- yeah. The question was, did it destroy the, I don't, I don't, I think, don't so. think it did.
0: I don't think it, I, I and I, I think Gozer, Gozer, uh, maybe got sucked back through the portal. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. I don't know. Again, I haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. Talk to me in November after we've seen that movie. Maybe Gozer yeah. has existed on this side of the door the entire time and we have no idea. Uh, I think
1: we but, dialed in on the first fan theory way more satisfactorily than we did <laughs> with the second one.
0: The second one is a uh, question mark. Yeah. First one, uh, don't necessarily agree with. I think, I think you and I both came to the, d- to the decision that yes, all of this still happens with or without the ghostbusters. The second
1: one, uh, I don't know. I don't we'll know. It's come back to that. It's, there's so many, I mean, even real Ghostbusters use the trope of, uh, you know, use the overcharged pack to solve the problem, right? Like, it's basically...
0: Overload a, the pack and blow it up and we're fine. Yeah, yeah that was like... A, I
1: mean, everything's done. That's Star Trek. Overload the phaser, like, all this stuff, right? Like, there's this overloading your equipment, it's always an excellent...
0: Why, it, but, why do you not have safety devices on your holodeck after they malfunction a dozen two dozen three dozen times and all the things become sentient and anyway that's a totally different story
1: <laughs> yeah so I, I mean I think does it destroy it I don't think so I think I think there's enough wiggle that you can pick whatever you feel best with but I like to think that what happens yeah. is is the only way to get the the particle stream they needed was to uh you know to throw all of theirs together to you know amplify one another uh hope that it didn't blow up and in their universe and they got the effect they wanted which is a this a a particle reversal to close the door which this could just be a fancy physics way of saying you know a particle explosion (laughs) like we just we and so, yeah, I think, I think, I think it, I think it, I, 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 I choose to believe that it worked the way Egon wanted, which was yeah. the big bad thing to, I would have to assume if the big bad thing happened on the other side with the, you know, for the, even a fraction of a second that the door is open. Oh man. Like, I, I don't think it would have like, you know, blown marshmallow all over the streets and the Ghostbusters, you know, getting singed and all that. I, I, I think at best that would have leveled a couple of of the surrounding New York area. Um, so yeah, I choose to believe they got the, the, the overcharged particle effect they needed to slam the door shut. Uh, yeah, the, the resulting explosion, um, yeah, blew through the door as it closed it, kind of roasted Gozer in marshmallow form, uh, whatever that means for the, the uh, Gozer as an entity. Uh, it was enough that the guys could hide behind a heavy marble, uh, 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 uh what do you call it there uh mm-hmm. what is their uh, sacrificial S- uh, uh, yes uh thingamabobs by the way that goes to back to my last point that it, Shandor wasn't going to wait for ghosts to happen naturally i think i think there's a good argument to be that Shandor was more than prepared to Yeah
0: what was that uh, bench up
1: there for Cottage yeah. Industry himself some ghosts yeah. on the spot uh anyways he um yeah they hide in a nook heavy marble nook they they it, it you know they they managed to survive and, uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're over and done with. Did it destroy the Gozer universe? I don't think so. I, I think also so. like that yeah. because it allows us to maintain, you know, the thin veneer of, you know, the story elements of the third, uh, from, sorry, not the third, but from the video game. Whether that survives contact with the afterlife script, we don't know. It also more than happily lets all of, uh, Dan Shonings and Eric Burnham's work on the comic series continue as they laid it out right so yeah there
0: are no. other there are other dimensions other universes out there yeah I say
1: no no
0: now there is a fan theory where uh, Egon watched that episode of Columbo where he goes into the, the gentleman's club for people with high IQs and he notices that the door slams shut uh, because the window is open just a certain amount and the draft ends up uh <laughs> Uh, is that's is there a
1: fan theory or is
0: this a you? This th- is a me theory. There we go. That's and we're going to talk about it for another <laughs> hour. I'm just kidding. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call
1: the professionals.
0: go ghost stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again.
1: We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470 242 4742. That's 4702 GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page you do? and Twitter accounts. Chris is dead. Uh, no kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for. It's the Ghostbuster Interdimensional proscript. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? <laughs>
0: See the fan theories, Chris. That's like all. That's all we need to talk about. That's that's the rest of this podcast. Uh, until we sign off for the very last time, we're just gonna do fan theory discussions.
1: Well, it I don't sustains, know how it
0: sustains. It's good conversation for you and I. I don't know how people think about listening to it. Maybe you're out there just screaming at the yeah.
1: uh, radio dial in your car, going like,
0: "What are you guys talking about?"
1: Well. Good theories to talk about are kind of few and far between, though. I don't know how much yeah, true, true. Lean on uh, uh, the one thing that was absolutely uh, not not a Ghostbusters fan theory. It just involved Ghostbusters. Was uh, uh, the fan theory, and to be honest, it's not a bad fan theory because it seems like the writers may have kind of planned all this. There's a lot of indications that uh, uh, Brick in uh, Anchorman is from the future. which explains his confusion he's a time Uh, traveler yeah he he makes references to (laughs) like he he his uh tense is weird like he he relates i remember this one time 10 years from now like apparently i'd have to go back and watch the movies to confirm that all these things exist they mentioned that he gets a ray gun from somewhere but the best is i like i said i gotta go watch it they they said he references ghostbusters which is like uh, you know, a decade to come after the. Uh, it, um, oh, he does in the I first d- movie. I don't know. I liked it. Just I got. It's a good excuse to go back yeah. and watch both Anchorman films. Uh, but yeah, the rest are. There's a lot of. There's. I mean, there's a lot of wishful thinking ones. Like, uh, Vigo was a uh, a gozer worshiper. Uh, and I'm like, okay, uh, okay, mm.
0: yeah, maybe, yeah. What?
1: What holds that up? Not a lot. Okay, I mean, I guess if you wanna, uh, other ones just kind of fall apart and really immediately, like there's this is
0: that, and it's like. What? But this no. is this is what fans should be talking about. To be completely honest, like this is this is what fuels me and why I logged in in 1995 or whatever yeah. it was to to talk with fans was just to talk about crazy stuff like this fan theories trying to dissect things trying to just uh spin a tiny little detail out into this giant ball of yarn
1: well somebody tried to one of the theories they tried to argue that uh billy madison or happy gilmore i can't remember but one of the sandler movies is in the same universe as ghostbusters by arguing that um slimer the, the glutton uh, ghost who happens to drive a bus in the second movie uh, was uh, Chris Farley, Farley and who's that, a gluttonous yeah, that was bus Billy driver in Billy yeah. Madison. And I'm like, eh, no. Uh,
0: just because there's two bus drivers, I don't it's know just, about that. That's but a, little, a yeah, little... The ones little that are always there. like, well, these movies are in the
1: same universe. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. But... I mean, but yeah, there are some corkers. Like the fact that, I mean, we got an hour out of uh, Ghostbusters two is purgatory. Like, holy cow. I still want
0: to talk more about that one. I feel like one, I have <laughs> so much more to say on that one. If but, it wasn't yeah.
1: for the fact that they finally made a third movie, I was like, that one kind of haunts me still. Like... <laughs>
0: <gasps> were they really dead?
1: Were they really? Ivan Jason, makes sense. you would tell us, right? Like, um, the second question we dealt with. To be honest, I thought it was going to be the other way around. I thought we we're going to put more time into that one, and, and that one more. I kind of thought about it. The more I'm like, oh, this one's kind of eh. the, the yeah. Yeah, it's
0: kind of funny how that naturally I happened. Really, yeah. I'm
1: with you. I being the fan, and like what got me really excited is stepping through the first movie timeline to check things against one another against this theory of, you know, the, the stored ghosts are wet. And it's like, no, they didn't, they didn't hasten things. Not in the sense that it, it was going to take a long time to happen all on its own. I, and rather we kind of figured out that, no, it was going to happen about 12 hours earlier if the Ghostbusters hadn't right, been involved. Yeah. Um, if
0: Thorazine was not a part of this, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was I love them. those. Uh, that's good um, well what do you got in terms of uh, a final thought for this week anything
1: uh, my final thought uh, is uh, to all y'all out there mostly I believe it's uh, uh, who was it was it JD Raymer uh, somebody posted it, yeah I think it was him uh, he started with his back to the future and I kind of uh, yeah it is JD so shout out to JD my final thought is he uh, he shrunk wrap his uh <laughs> it's ghostbusters cereal (laughs) and i couldn't be more proud
0: (laughs) look what you've started that's right jd jd was like oh my god what have i done and he's just (laughs) shrink wrapping everything Uh, and then he asked us for tips and i was like you know the funny thing about shrink wrap is that it's named shrink wrap but you got to wrap it first and then shrink it so it should really be like wrap wrap shrink yeah yeah uh, shrinking bang. rapper. Shrinking rapper, shrinking. We could,
1: uh, my final thought is, let's start the rumor that in England, they call it shrinking rapper. <laughs>
0: uh, which might be true. You which don't is know more that without looking it up, do yeah. you?
1: Do you? There are no fans no, of Ghostbusters no. in Great Britain that can contradict me. Ha <laughs> uh, Get ready. Here we go. I got um, no real final thoughts. My final thoughts kind of came in at the beginning, which was I started the thing I've been talking about for a long time, which is... uh. Yeah, just kind of paring through my stuff and going, oh, this was great when I got it,
0: but no, it's not my... Which, I mean, you've been talking about that since the beginning of the podcast, like just starting to
1: pare down stuff. Pare down, and And I have, like bits and pieces, but now I got really serious about it. Like I said, I pulled at least two boxes and I'm looking at some other stuff. And and mostly, actually, part of it is just kind of, uh, you take all the time you need to say goodbye, honey. Thank you. (laughs) Like, it's just... (laughs) <laughs> Some of these things that I have to come to a realization. So One of them is is um, one of my prides and joy is um, that I still haven't decided what to do with it, but it, it, it doesn't quite fit the criteria is um, the, I talked about it before, the Sears and all that used to have the mini versions of their camping gear. Right. Yeah. Because the, yeah. Because the outlets couldn't have, they, they were just tiny little, they were the same people don't know this, but a lot of like Sears, uh, mail order outlets, that's what mostly existed. You know, they weren't all big department stores. Uh, and even the big department stores didn't have, you know, endless space too. Um, the little, uh, mail order ones, the ones where you go in and you order right out of the catalog and they went into the warehouse out back or said, we'll get it from the main warehouse, come back in four days or whatever. They didn't have a lot of, like they were the size of a Seven Eleven. Like, so they didn't, you, if you wanted to display the cool, you know pac-man sleeping bag or real Ghostbusters sleeping bag the manufacturers made a like a one-sixth scale version of it so you could say oh well this is what the zippers are like and this is what the batting is like and oh i see so it's like this it's just six times bigger great i'll have one um and i have the actual sleeping bag and i have the mini display one and i'm kind of like these are cool they're the the mini display one is Still a rarity. I I don't, I haven't seen it around. Yeah,
0: those those were all destroyed uh, for the most part. Kids kids had them and they used them for their action figures and got destroyed. Yeah.
1: Which raises a big question like, how do I value that? Right? Like, I don't know. uh, Like, that may have to be a lot of this stuff. I'm kind of like, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll do the stream and I'm just like, you know, it'll be yard sailing. Right? I'm not looking for top dollar. I'm just like, give me some, give me five bucks, whatever. That may be one of the few I threw you know, have to throw on eBay and say, "Yeah, I got a minimum of I don't know, fifty bucks." But start bidding. See like, where I it goes. I just, yeah, I'm just gonna have to let let the the free market figure that one out. Man, uh,
0: all that that just made me miss service merchandise. I don't. Did you guys have that up in Canada? I don't think you did. No. But s- service merchandise, they had their like JC Sears catalog, and but it was. Amazon before Amazon, you would just go and you would tell them I want this, this, and this, and you'd go stand and it would come out of this like conveyor belt and it would come down a chute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. because there That's- was no storefront. You literally just went to the warehouse and you told them what you wanted, and then it shot down the thing.
1: Oh, yes, this man. was this is what the Sears stuff was like up yeah. here. And I think probably Sears had the same model down there. But we, we didn't have this other one you talked about. But it was exactly that. You'd walk in. There'd be a small amount of display space. There'd be a couple of like, you know, bank, uh, you know, filling out your deposit slip, ask your parents, kids. Um, (laughs) and they'd have the multiple copies of the catalog and, you know, the order sheets and, you know, the little tiny golf pencils, and you would just go through it and write out the, you know, the, the numbers. I need two of this, you know, bar, you know, this code number or whatever. Uh, some of it they had in the back. And if they didn't, they'd be like, "And you can come pick it up in three days." Yeah, because we have to get you know Ontario it's to ship of, it to we, us or whatever. Toys R
0: Us did that for a while too. Like you'd go yeah. and you'd pull the the ticket out of the sleeve, and you'd go back to that fulfillment uh, loading dock, and they'd be like, "Oh, sorry, it won't be here for another three days." Or they be like, "Oh, here you go. Here's your giant turtle-shelled sandbox because uh, we yeah. can't put these out on the shelves, obviously." Yeah.
1: I wonder sometimes if in another you know 10, 20 years we don't slip back towards that but just as an extension of online shopping because um they're all kind of married to that point right now. I go to Canadian Tire's website, I see what they've got, they go this is, you know, you can punch in the order and then say I'll come pick it up there. Uh, especially in the last year when they're like not only can you come pick it up, come pick it up and call us and we'll bring it out to your car, right? Yeah. Like and also, certain, please
0: save the poor UPS guys back by not delivering a bed to my house or right? something. Like, yeah. So
1: how long until, until, especially in a world where people are kind of like, I maybe I don't want to you know, pay Amazon for Prime stuff. Maybe I'm more than happy to buy with other retailers that I could just drive down, say, tomorrow. Like a lot of the times if I'm ordered something from Staples or something in the morning, i get the call by the afternoon. I could just sure. drive down. and That, that, that beats Amazon, frankly. <laughs> like, I just had to drive down and pick it up. So I'm kind of curious, and it didn't meet, need as much space. They, You know, they weren't trying to put on this fancy, dis- you know, showy display for you. It was quite literally, you see the thing in the magazine and you want it, then come down and ask us. We'll get it out of the, the warehouse, and yeah. away you go. You're done. You're happy.
0: Bring back the Wish catalog and uh, Toys R Us. Please. I miss that so much. Uh,
1: that's, the fi- that's
0: the final thought. Bring bring back, bring back
1: yeah, those
0: two things. Please. I'm all for that. That's yeah.
1: actually one of my. Uh, I would collect. Speaking of my collection, I'd collect more uh, wish books and all that. Uh, frankly, just because those things were fantastic. Ah, oh, they're so they're cool. Just so, they're such time capsules. They're so rare and they're so expensive because there are people that are not affiliated with any particular fandom that just want to collect the wish books. Right. I mean, it's its own collection. And all they're rare own.
0: because I would tear the crap out of those things exactly. and draw them and circle them. And Yeah.
1: Well, we yeah. talked about that, like the, the, the packaging for that British uh, Easter egg. It's like, I only saw one and it was in rough shape because <laughs> yeah, kids just went chocolate egg. <laughs> uh, I still have no idea what's up. F-
0: this will be a collector's item. I will not eat this <laughs> chocolate egg.
1: No, I, I've yeah. only ever seen the box. I have no idea what the egg looked like because the foil didn't survive, right? Yeah. Like, for, for however neither it is to Neither did the serve, chocolate. Neither did the chocolate. Um, but yeah. <sighs> I have no anyway. real final thoughts. I think as, as time goes on, my, you're be like, what's your final thought? And I'm like, is the movie here yet? <laughs> is it time? Is it time? to see it? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but
0: we do want to hear from you all out there with this fan theory. This is a good one to get some voicemails on. Uh, let's start Send the social media own. chain what do you guys think about this one even though it is a five year old reddit thread let's bring it back let's bring just back. totally post uh, that thing
1: hey you got any theories share it with us please we, yeah you got a theory we'd love because to argue we want it. to talk about
0: it uh, so if you've got a crazy theory or even a, a theory that you think is pretty solid hit us up on the voicemail and uh, we might discuss it uh, here on the show but uh all right, Chris, until next week, uh, we're moving into July. We've got some fun stuff. We do have that Ross May episode we talked about that I'm really excited for everybody out there to hear, but uh, yeah. fun fun things coming. We also will be going back to building our Eagle Moss uh, models, I swear to you. Uh, keep watching the YouTube channel because we're going to start throwing uh, some stuff up onto that. But uh, until next week, here on The Proper Podcast, we'll see you on the other side. Who you Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Cross-Rip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net.
1: It used to be one of my two favorite shows.
0: Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that.
1: We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue.
0: Next week, though, Careless Cats. we so